Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. we rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Good evening, everyone. It's 11 p.m. Straight Up and Pure Gold is live and on the air for this Wednesday night, December 16th, 2020. It is 10 years to the day. Happy anniversary, and welcome to my co-host, DG. Are you ready? What do you mean you don't agree with me? Do you know who you're dealing with? Love Talk Radio. Are you ready? I just love the WWE. I know for that we're even doing this because they would sue us and we would lose everything that we own. Including at both your home. Out of your home? We'd be famous. Pure gold is on the air, folks. <laughs> First word. <laughs> that's a, that's actually the one that I wanted to play originally. I just ended up doing the X intro. But folks, it is me, DG, the heart and soul of pure gold. Woo! Once again, I mean, eh, ten years, man! I can't believe it. Ten freaking years, and all I gotta say is, uh, I mean, bottom line is this is it. This is it, sir. You guys are awesome. Indeed, yeah, we are years making of, Nikki Boyer making a special guest appearance. <laughs> yeah, ten years of uh, we, out of your home. Yeah, <laughs> with an occasional remote. Yes, yeah, so oh, with an occasional way. remote. I mean that that is. No wait, no, no, no wait a second. No wait a second, Dave. Wait, Dave, Dave. First of all, wait a second. Wait, first of all, wait a second. Wait a second, David. For a second, let me. Wait a second. That's, you, I mean, I have no clue why Mike Francis is so rude to us, and he felt the need to not only say out of your homes, which is fine, but tell me to wait a second, sir. I, I just don't understand it. I, I don't understand that. I just got a call on my on my cell phone about a minute ago as you were playing some clips that the uh, Biggie fries are, the uh, curly fries are ready. Well, is Jumbo's even open during this pandemic? I mean, have you ordered from them in the past, uh, I don't know, eight, nine years? No, nah, I haven't, but I figured I'd let you know that the fries are ready. Oh, well, as long as the fries are ready, folks, I mean, there's so much to do. We don't have a ton of time, but today is to the date, the exact day that we did our very first show of Pure Gold on, of course, December 16th, 2010. In all honesty, I can't even believe it's been that long. I know last week we kind of got into this. We basically did a pre-show, a pre-10th anniversary on our next 10th anniversary episode. 
but I remember when we first started this show, I mean, sir, it was, and I'm looking at right here, first Pure Gold episode, exactly, sir, amazingly enough, to the hour, to the second, to the minute, at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on December 16, 2010, the phenomenon known as Pure Gold began. And the craziest thing, I don't know if you remember this, but we actually did shows three days in a row. We did the 16th of, of uh, December, then we did the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, which I don't even know what crack we were smoking, clearly something. We did the 28th and the 30th. I mean, we we were hitting hard and heavy at the beginning when we started the show. Every couple of days we were doing episodes there. Obviously, we've fallen off, uh, off a cliff when it comes to that. But, I mean, hell, this year, this is the best we've done in years, sir. I mean, the fact that we, as a, as a collective group, you know, with Kelly Arbordoff, of course, we have done, uh, what, in the month of December, now, how many how many episodes have we even done in the month? Three? Is it three uh, in a pretty pretty short time span, sir? A uh, pretty short span of time, I would say? Yeah, I think it's yeah. Stop smoking the money, yeah. Captain! Quick, pipe! Wow. I, I mean, that's inappropriate for sure. Actually, no, for sir. Sure. We did one in November, and we did two. We've done two, obviously, in December. So we're on a roll. I mean, three episodes of the entire year. That's pretty good. That is, um, you know, it's what, what's amazing is that uh, ten years ago, um, were any of your children born yet in 2010? No, ten years ago, None. I was. I had been married. My wife and I were talking about it earlier. We had only been married uh, less than a year, actually, and we didn't even know that Isabella was uh, was on the way. So we had no clue. We were still like three months away, I think, from finding that out because we found out to the almost to the date, the one year anniversary of our wedding. So yeah, I mean we were we, we were talking about this earlier. She doesn't even remember. Do you realize that um, Kelly, aka the the famous board op, she is uh, the key figure in this entire show? Because although you and I had our AIM show, which we talked about last week, she's the one who said, "Hey, why don't you guys do a podcast?" And then after we did the um, the YouTube thing, it kind of everything kind of just uh, snowballed from there. Yeah, I, I gotta say, after ten years, we've definitely made her proud. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Sorry. For sure. I mean, come on. So, 10 years. I mean, the the reason why I'm not as excited maybe as you are is because um, I, I did find out the news on WFAN. It's amazing. We spent 10 years. <laughs> I was wondering we spent... <laughs> when we were going to that. I, I, I mean, I was just wondering. When I was getting ready for the show earlier, maybe like an yeah. hour ago, I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take before Joe brings this up. <laughs> Well, it's been 10 years that we've tried to make it uh, into the business uh, in some way, shape, or form, and it took about, what, 30 seconds before uh, Craig Carton and Chris Maddog Russo's son are going to do a show on WFAN on December 30th from 2 to 4 p.m. with no experience whatsoever. It just boggles my mind. What amazes me is you make it seem like Carton and and Maddog had a child together because you said Craig and Chris's son. I mean, not Craig's son and Chris's son, but Craig and Chris's son. So apparently there's something going on there that even um, their wives don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I look outside uh, right now at my window on the second floor of my house out of my palatial estate, and uh, I can see, like, the skylights and things like that, you know, people's homes, out of your homes. But I remember when I was living in New Jersey and we were doing the show, and I could see the actual Empire State Building from my window. And it's funny what I'm looking at now. But, yeah, as far as – Craig's son and Chris's son. I mean, I don't, I don't even get it. And it's funny because I wasn't even thinking about Craig and the fact that he's got four kids and three of them have weird names. And then there's he's got Sonny, Lucky, Mickey, Jay, and Anthony. I mean, that's like, I don't even understand. Larry, Cole, Mer, uh, was it Curly, Larry, Moe, and Shemp. I just, I don't even. Anthony's the only one of those names that even makes sense. But yeah, I mean, little Timmy. You remember uh, Russo talking about Timmy for years and years, and uh, of course Francesca talking about Timmy. And now he's going to do a show. You think that Chris had anything to do with that, or was that a Carton thing? Like, like how, how did that happen? And how, what do you think Mike thinks about all that? I mean, is that is that the ultimate betrayal for uh, for Chris's well, son, Carton's son, to get together? What's funny is that they teased it yesterday for all day on the the Boomer. Um, they teased it throughout the whole day on WFAN, and then today they actually had Chris Russo what did they call tease in exactly. They said that there's a major announcement to the uh, lineup uh, to the shows uh, that's coming soon. It made, made you think that one of the shows was being canceled already or, or being broken up like Maggie and Moose. You know, they, they teased that all, all day. And then today, uh, during the Evan Roberts and Craig Carton show, 
uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo actually called up and talked about how the two of them, Russo and Karn, had come up with this great idea during the holidays where uh, the regulars are off, that the um, the two sons, because they're passionate about sports, would get together and actually do a show together on the biggest station, uh, biggest sports radio t- uh, talk show ho- uh, station in the world, which is, to me, it's my Bible. <laughs> Let's get that out. Yeah, it is mind-boggling, and I know that it makes you sad specifically. Um, you know, but honestly, at the end of the day, with with the connections that they have, I'm actually surprised that they haven't done anything earlier. So is this like a one-time thing? It's a one-time thing. They're going to see how it goes. And, uh, you know, they said that if it really goes well, then uh, they'll both be going to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting and, uh, you know, future talent down the road. Well, I mean, that's good for them, but you got to figure, like I said, with the, with the fathers that they have, I mean, you know, can you blame them? I mean, if uh, if Angel from Woodland Park and Neil from Belleville were famous celebrities, I mean, I'm sure that you and I would both have somehow capitalized on that and taken advantage and then sullied the, our family name. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm more uh, down than mad about the situation, just the fact that, like I said, this is – it's only fitting that, that that announcement would happen today on our 10-year anniversary where we've been trying, not as hard lately, but the first couple, I'd say the first four or five years, tried to make it big in the industry, and then to have this come down uh, on the radio on our 10-year anniversary, it's just incredible that it happened today. It's just, that's what's, I guess that's why I'm a little sad about the situation. I mean, that is funny. It sounds like sour grapes to me or sour shoes, but uh, I think that, like I said, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's ironic. It's actually perfect timing if you think about it. Because if it had happened on any other day, it would have just been weird. But the fact that it happened on our 10-year anniversary, it's the ultimate slap in the face. But, I mean, I, I would I think, say, personally. I, when I heard the news today, this is how I felt. This is how I felt. Wow. This is how bang, I felt. Bang, bang, bang. coming together, and then Chris would say this. Oh, uh, is that all? Is that all? And then, of course, at the end of the day, you think, you know what? I mean, if your parents are famous, bottom line is you still got to put the hard work in. You know why? This doesn't matter what your name is. That's absolutely... Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. You know, the fact that that actually aired live and that Jim Lampley did that, to this day, still boggles my mind, sir. It was one of the greatest clips of, like, real actual sound bites of all time. I, I was cracking up when it first came out. Um, oh, of course. We, we laughed hysterically on the show. You make us all yeah. sick! You know, to, to reminisce <laughs> the last 10 years, do you uh, do you remember the funniest YouTube video that we've seen or the funniest song that we listened to? Oh, baby! <laughs> Did you recall I that? Actually, what, what was the what was the song? I, I don't remember, sir. It was called "So Right." It was the J.R. Oh yes. <laughs> I can't. You know, it's funny because it's been years since that came out. But I remember what is it? Two this what? Two things on the wrist. Two kisses on the wrist. Swish. Two kisses on the wrist. Swish. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. And that's ironically that has to do with Craig Carton. But enough. We've spoken more about Craig Carton on this show than we have in the 10 years prior to Pure Gold. This show is supposed to be about us, not being miserable, not being sad facts. But, sir, what would you like to discuss this evening? I mean, what what, what can we talk about that really, uh, you know, we, we've been through so much. We've been through it all. We've been through, you know, weddings and arraignments. And we've been through, the, in my case, anyway, the birth of, of multiple children. I mean, we, we, we've had a lot of different changes, moving to a different state. There's so many different things. And uh, and here we are still doing the show, still. And it's funny because we have Mitch from Fort Lee. He'll, he'll text me sometimes. And say, I mean, I'm the type of guy that I, I give my number privately to, you know, fans uh, who just beg me like dogs like Mitch did. Um, hey, you guys still doing the show? Hey, you give me a number. I'll call in sometime. And we had Kenny from West Palm Beach. 
you know, like I said, the great Neil from Belleville, um, just w- one of the all-time greats, honestly. We had Angel from Woodland Park, Angel from Wisconsin, uh, you know, just just a lot of different callers. Over El- Elwood, I mean, from Indianapolis, that was the ultimate caller, of course. And it's funny because I, I remember his name, and for those of you who have no clue what I'm talking about, uh, when we did a remote years ago for the Super Bowl, that was the Giants. Was it the David Tyree Super Bowl or was that the second Super Bowl? That was, that was the second, second one, right? Yeah, because yep. we hadn't we hadn't started the show yet in 2012. So when we started the show, no, we did we had started the show for both of them. But uh, but anyway, 2008. No, no, never mind. So for that second Super Bowl, Don Pogans always came and we did a remote at uh, Whole Foods, great, wonderful Whole Foods. And we had a guy, a random guy from Indianapolis, call in because that was actually the site of the Super Bowl that year, which is ironic because then Eli called uh, his big brother Peyton one the year before. Super Bowl 41, and then 42, it was uh, Eli and the Giants winning, of course, and uh, that was a big deal, the fact that he won. Um, but, again, I'm mixing my Super Bowls and mixing my sports metaphors, regardless of all that. The point is that um, Elwood called, and I couldn't believe it. We had, like, a real call that we didn't have to pay off who called our show. Randomly found us on a Saturday to call in and talk sports. I mean, all I can say about Elwood is this. Stupid idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> Way to rip our and and really, when I think about when I think about the years that we've done this show, I mean, bottom line, that I know. I mean, that's um, really what it what it boils down to. But live and on the air, what is the point? Live and on the air for the last fourteen minutes because it's our ten year anniversary. Just want to wish uh, you a happy ten years. Um, I'm going to go live in the air and make this bold statement and see if you're with me. I am ready to take pure gold back to where it was, back to fame, and go with the uh, enhanced package on Block Talk Radio. Pay a little extra bucks, get, get us a better time slot, get, start getting us some guests again, and uh, rekindle the flame. We haven't paid for We haven't paid a cent in five years. You, when you say pay a little extra bucks, we literally haven't paid a dime, sir, a dime. I think it's time that we rekindle the flame and we uh, at least get some guests that you um, – have connections with hopefully still after five years of no guests. Uh, I think we, we tried to rekindle that flame. Uh, I mean, have you even looked into the package? Cause I know, uh, I, I mean, I know that you have been uh, in and out of uh, prison. You've been on parole. I mean, you've a lot of things going on in your life sir. I mean, are you sure this is something you want to do? Do you have to speak to the warden or? I think that um, if I secure this position that I uh, interviewed for yesterday, I think that we could be back on track. I think it would solve a lot of things, um, namely the fact that you have to get up in like three hours from now. Um, That really hurts. (laughs) What's interesting, right, is, I mean, we used to do really 40 bucks a month. Are you kidding me right now? Did we really really pay $40 a month? Was it that much? I thought it was was more than that. No. More than 40? Yeah, I thought I it was more than say, that. First but... of all, I love how you say, uh, is, is that what it was? I th- <laughs> Is that how much it was? <laughs> I, I thought it was more than that. You make it seem like you were expecting it to be more, and then you're like, oh, that's, that's it, 40 bucks? I mean, I thought it was 1000 I mean, well, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, we have uh, $99 a month. Are you kidding me? Are these people on drugs? You, the first month oh. is free, by the way, I mean, in case you were wondering. So you're telling me it's $100 a month now? No, the premium gold. I'm saying that the forty dollars a month, which is the silver package, we're here you know, plugging Blog Talk Radio. I mean, I'm just looking at what the the things you can do. One live studio session per day. How, what is that? How does that even make sense? It says here the free the free version is up to fifteen minutes per day. Yet we have an hour episode. The thing <laughs> is, I mean, we have we. It makes no sense. Audio clip storage three. Eh, that's you know that makes sense. We have two thousand audio clips. I don't know why, 100 hours of content, up to 10 callers. I mean, could you imagine we had 10 callers? I mean, we would be absolutely out at, of at control, sir. I, I would just love to have one or two callers, uh, a show that talks about whatever we're talking about, plus a guest. Uh, I think that format works great. And a couple of hot topics, call it a night, and see you next time. Oh, yeah. I mean, the scheduling is really the only issue because, yeah, you're right, I have to wake up early and we're doing this show simply because of the 10-year anniversary. But I think that, you know, it's something that we, we have to look into and it's Bottom line, we've had a lot of fun over the years doing this show, and, I mean, we have had some amazing guests. We talked at length about a lot of them last week. Um, I know I had asked you to do a top ten guest list, which I'm sure you didn't do, but I figure I'll at least ask if you uh, if you did anything you said, Zach. 
No, I think we've done a top ten list or top five list of all guests so many times. I think we should do just the top five moments that we could recall and just call it a night. Um, so off the top of your head, give me a moment from the past ten years that you will never forget. Um, honestly, I think the only way to to do that, bottom line, is if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about that, sir, is we should just uh, just what's the name of your show? Uh, pure gold. Pure gold. Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. You guys are awesome. And good night, everyone. It was great having you here on our day. <laughs> Honestly, the greatest the greatest moment in the history of the show is what I just played. The fact that Mike Francesa said our name on the air and he said oh, pure gold. I mean like like it was the most like it was the most putrid thing he had ever heard and it was the most offensive just coming out of his mouth, coming out of his face. He couldn't believe that he was so disgusted with himself that he even said it. But, I mean, I thought that was pretty great. You got on uh, on the fan, and I think that that was a big moment that we could have capitalized on, which, of course, we didn't. So that's pretty much the best and the worst moment in the history of the show. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, getting on the show and actually having him talk about our show with, on his show was pretty impressive because he usually cuts off people that try to plug anything. Uh, but he was very receptive that day. Uh, I don't know why. It must, have, it must have been payday or something because uh, he let me talk for a good 45 seconds about our show and how it works. Shame uh, on you! <laughs> all that good Joe stuff. in Wallington. What's up, Joe? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's just how much better can you get than that? Um, I just guess I, I would say that's the number one moment for sure just because it was such a cool thing. And really, my favorite moments have all been guest-related. I mean, we had uh, Anna Rodriguez. She co-hosted the show. I thought that was great because I meant you weren't on the air, which is wonderful. The time that you were interviewing, I think it was John Dostremski, and I was at the zoo. I yeah. don't even know how or why or what, but I was at the freaking zoo when you were talking to J.J. Afadok. Um, you did an interview with um, – hell, I was in Miami one time. I'm pretty sure, like, someone in my wife's family passed away, and I was in Miami, and you're doing a show – and because I'm such a glory hog, even though that was going on, I wanted to appear on the show in some way, shape, or form. So not only did I record a segment and and have you play it, just so that I could say that uh, my voice has, has been heard on every single – and to this day, still, it's, it's still like that. My voice, in some way, shape, or form, has been heard on every single episode of the show. Um, I think you missed one in the history of the show. But then also – there's the fact that I called in. So, I mean, I was just, just being a total glory hog for sure, which that's probably my greatest moment in the history of the show, so it's just me personally. Yeah. When I, this is one moment, but it's one moment multiple times. So I, I think about all the times that we were ready to start a show. <laughs> so I think about the times we were going to ready to start the show, like the first show ever, how nervous I was to actually talk, thinking that people were going to actually listen to us. I think about our first – How like, long we right were. Before, yeah, right before we went live at this Connecticut School of Broadcasting, thinking that this is so cool that we're going to go live, and we have we have a producer. Um, I think about when we were about to go live in Newark, sixteen forty. How cool that was when once we were, oh, yeah. you know, once we were about to go live. So even um, when we did that remote at Whole Foods, um, that felt so cool. Because, we were about to go live. Yeah. No, because we were about to go live. We were about to have a guest. We were about to have some food given to us. It felt like a typical oh, show that w- WFAM would do. It felt really good. Sir, don't forget we were about to go live. I mean, you, I don't think you said that <laughs> enough after the course of the last five minutes. I mean, I would say those episodes, uh, those moments are great because it was a cool feeling. I probably, I would say my, my two favorite moments as far as what we did would be um, the Whole Foods remote because it was just, it blew my mind that we were, they, we had the, and I still have the, I have the picture. Uh, it's my, it's still my uh, background, the wallpaper on my old Mac. Yeah. You and I behind the booth. We had the shirts made. We had the hats. And uh, somebody at your at your job at the time actually like uh, you with with uh, chalk made our yep. logo. I mean that looked awesome. You know we were able. I don't even know how you scammed them into doing that because of course we probably took business away from Whole Foods and we we repelled <laughs> customers instead of bringing them in. But that was great when John Paul showed up in person. That was cool because we actually did a live interview. And I know that that was before Newark, and that was before Ironbound, because when we did Ironbound, if you remember, I think we had Christine B. coming live. We had one or two of our guests, Pat, came in. We had a couple of guests that actually were with us live in studio, which that was probably the coolest thing. Um, I don't know if you remember, but, uh, of course, we had Alex, our producer, who was our only actual real producer. He did a couple of episodes. 
But do you remember we were doing a show and I think he was drawing like he was drawing like a butterfly or something on the computer. I mean, he was doing something just absolutely insane. And we looked at each other like, what the hell is this guy doing? I mean, he had he had I don't even know what he's doing now with his life. I think he ended up trying out for American Ninja Warrior. Actually, is what is what the last that I heard. And this is years ago, but he had tried doing that. And I mean, I don't think he ever ended up going to to any sort of like uh, get a job in broadcasting or whatever. But I do remember the idea of having a producer and how cool that was. And then we were going to be a part of a, was a flipping out radio with, with James Flippin. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, that like every every moment that we saw, and this is a typical of us. Every single moment that we thought over the course of ten years, man, this is it. This is when it's going to happen. We were wrong, and we were just terribly wrong. I remember when we had Dave LaGreca, and then we had Doug Mortman from Busted Open, and we had them both on like two or three times. And, um, I mean, that was a big deal for us. Like, wow, you know, we're going to get these guys. We had Evan Roberts on, uh, The Moose. You know, uh, Kim, every time we had one of these named guests, we thought this is it. I mean, the worst moment ever in history is probably something we touched on last week. Or we had Kevin Knight on, and we thought that was going to be it because wow, this guy has all these connections, and I mean, what an absolute joke that was. I, I, I mean, the word "geeked out" is probably appropriate for me to say. Like, I definitely geeked out when I, I was able, we were able to talk to these high-level people that we thought anyway, like Evan Roberts, uh, Mark Belusis, um, and you know Greg Giannotti, all the people that you listen to on the fan for them to come onto our show um, was just to that me was, cool. was a, those are a, cool moments. Yeah, and then I think about the things that we haven't even discussed. Like, if we had a Zoom meeting tonight, which I tried to get it set up for us, uh, but we have to set up a, a where we could actually see each other. I think we need to do a Zoom that way because you forget a whole aspect of the show that you uh, incorporate too. Like, I have all my merchandise in front of me right now. Uh, we have PG merchandise. We have business cards and PG merchandise. You remember those things? Oh, of course. I mean, we had them printed. I remember they were awesome. And then I think yep. we ended up changing the time shortly thereafter, so we couldn't even use the business cards. <laughs> we had the that business awesome. cards. I have my I have my hoodie right now. I have my T-shirt and my fitted hat that all say PG or pure gold. Stuff that I will cherish forever. I'll never get rid of that stuff. It's just it's really cool to you know we made we made as as bad as like I make it sound like the past ten past ten years were in our own world in our own heads. We created a show. And we've kind of lived out our fantasy, you know, to, to do something that Mike and Chris inspired us to do, which has been incredible for 10 years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they definitely were the inspiration for this show. Um, you know, as bottom line, we were both huge fans of Mike and Chris. So we, we decided that we were going to do this show, and it was kind of a big deal, you know, for us to do that. And I actually believe that we have a caller on the air. I mean, I'm not even sure oh, wow. who this is, but at this point, Considering uh, how how uh, low down our show has gone, we may as well throw them on the air with no introduction whatsoever. We are joined yeah. by a caller, I believe, right here in the great state of Tennessee. Um, let's see, let's see what's going on here. Uh, as of course, we have technical difficulties. Uh, you're live and on the air with Pure Gold. Who's this? Um, this is Eliana. Oh, hi, Eliana. Eliana. How are you? Um, Eliana, I have a question. question. Um, oh, yeah, well, okay. I have a question for her. Actually, um, is, is where are your parents? I mean, did you did, are they not, are they aware that you're awake so late in the evening? Um, they're here in my room. Oh, you're in your you're in your room. Okay, that's good. Uh, hopefully, your mom is is uh, doing a good job because I mean I don't want her to you know, get in trouble with your dad later on. Yes. Hi, I'm Isabella, and I am running for the United States president. Hello. Oh wow, that's uh, that's awesome. I mean, uh, Isabella, if you don't mind me asking for the listening audience, Still. how old are you exactly uh, while you're running for president? Twenty. Oh well, I mean, you're only uh, at that point. You sound much younger. You sound more like maybe around nine years old. But uh, if you were going to run for president. You're about 15 years too young, so get back to us when Pure Gold is doing our 25th anniversary show, and at that point, you still won't be old enough to run for president. But, of course, we do appreciate you calling in, so is there anything you ladies would like to say? Happy 10th uh, anniversary, Dad. Ooh. Oh, uh, Dad, I'm sorry. Who, who is, is that your daughter? I don't know who these children are that are calling this show. Uh, you, you so are Dave, children. You're David Gomez, and I'm Isabella Gomez. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. Are we related? 
because that doesn't even sound vaguely familiar. I, I mean, I, my name is DG. I don't know about David Gomez, but anyway, uh, thank you so much for calling on our 10-year anniversary show, and uh, I will give you money later when I uh, finish the show, because if it wasn't for you girls, we would have no callers, so we thank you. <laughs> you know, Dave, I, I, it's funny how, um, you know, back... Uh, hello again. How right, are you? Sorry, I, I actually muted our... I muted our, our caller because I thought that they were done. What were you saying, sir? No, I was saying it's funny how uh, when we first started our show, even when we did a remote, uh, my daughter was actually on our set uh, right after um, the show had run our, our remote at, at Whole Foods, and we took pictures, and she even had some PG swag um, on, too. It was just uh, funny how 10 years later or 8 years later, you know, you, you have some of your guests on, which is really nice. Oh, of course. Now, did did your daughter, did she not appear on the show one time? I thought she did. She did. She did the same way your daughter's appeared on the show. Uh, she definitely appeared on the show to talk about, I forget what she had to talk about, but uh, where we were questioning her something about something. I yeah, I mean, I it wasn't now. important, of course. I mean, she yeah, called in yeah. just to call. But see, the thing is, I still don't know who those kids are that just called. I don't know why they called me dad, and I'm not even sure why we're, you know, that's going on. But uh, 10 years of pure gold, sir. It's uh, 10 years. What's funny, you said it earlier, Isabella, who, of course, just called in. She wasn't born yet. None of my kids were born. And Sabrina, what was she, like 15 at the time? How old was Sabrina when we started Beer Gold? Yeah, she was like two. <laughs> How old is she now? Is she 12? She's 12 now. Yep, she's 12. Oh, wow. That's, and she just turned 12, right? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I mean, uh, 10 years ago, you know, my kids were just a twinkle in their father's eye. And here they yep. are up super late, uh, just like me, uh, not, not sleeping, just like me. And uh, just a good times. It's it's uh, fun for the whole family, as you can all tell. Now we were talking about our favorite moments. What would you say were like the lowlights of Pure Gold? I mean, we can't have a show about ten years if we don't discuss how awful some of these years have been in some of these moments. Well, I mean, the two of them that that pop right in my head is one that where um, the wrestler Rain just hated me and thought I was a racist uh, pig. So. That was probably my I have low to life. listen to that, that again because she she yeah. definitely hated your guest, and I still to this day can't figure out why. She's probably the only guest who ever called in who just who just wanted to uh, eliminate you from existence. I, I remember that episode clearly, and I remember the episode that you uh, clearly fell asleep, and I ran the show for the good first thirty five minutes when we had a guest that came on the show. Was it Nikki Boyer? I forget if it was. I think it was. When Nikki did, I'm sorry, what did she do? No, you fell asleep for the first 35 minutes of the show, and I had oh, run myself. Oh, yes, that's absolutely yeah. true. I it, Nikki, it was like the fifth time that Nikki had been on, and uh, I had been asking her. We had been talking throughout the day, like trying to make sure that she was going on. Um, and she wanted to, you know, I wanted to get her on the show. But, of course, I fell asleep, and I woke up at like 1130 <laughs> or whatever <laughs> <laughs> you and Nikki have been doing this show without me, and then I was like, "Hey!" Then I, I, of course, pretended like it was technical difficulties, sir. Yeah, I think that that's a low point for me. And another low point was when we lost the website that had all our shows and that great website that you created. Oh, that was the worst moment of my life, bar none. Bar none. <laughs> Can you think of any? <laughs> Let me see. Can I think it was low lights? Uh, probably what's about to happen now because we actually have another caller who's calling in, and this might be uh, the worst moment in the history of Pure Gold. So let me uh, let me put this caller on the air. Um, let's see. Let's wait till this happens. You're live and on the air with Pure Gold. Uh, who's this? This is Raquel. Oh, I oh, think I'm yeah. Raquel. <laughs> Raquel, you know you. Sorry, know um, do we know you? I am oh, the reason the show exists. I'm the reason yes, the show exists, right? I remember <laughs> sitting in that restaurant saying, "What are you guys doing? Just get it on, get it on, do it, do the, do the show." And you guys, that's it. You guys decided to go for it, so that was awesome. But I wanted to tell you that I think the worst, best show you guys ever had was the one. I don't remember the name of the of the guest you guys had, but it was funny because you guys were making fun of him and his cat or something. And he, oh, and you guys Roberts. thought he was on mute. You guys thought he was on mute, but he wasn't. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I, so, I, mean, I know that you guys had like, you guys had such a big laugh, and he was a good sport about it, I think. But <laughs> so I, I remember. Well, that I one. think actually that's. Uh, it's funny you mention him because he's one of our. He was one of our favorite guests, and now we both loathe him because he basically stopped appearing on the show. Uh, he got too big for us, and I think it's because of the cat incident. I'm pretty sure that's why he stopped showing up. 
I'm pretty sure yeah, too. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a safe safe reason. Yep. You know, while I have you two on the uh, on the line uh, while we're on the show, I just want to tell you a quick uh, story that I think you'll find very interesting. Um, so I, I'm a big follower of The Chosen, as you know, the series uh, that's oh, on what, your flicks. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm a big I'm a big uh, follower, and I love Dallas Jenkins. So whenever he goes live on YouTube or if he ever goes live on Facebook, I go on it. So uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago, he was he went on live to talk about season two, talked about how funding was going really well and i got into this chat room with this lady named dallas jenkins uh, not dallas jenkins sorry debbie lewis her name was so uh, i'm talking to debbie lewis and i'm talking about how i have no job and i've watched the chosen like five or six times on youtube but i've also watched it like six or seven times on my phone and she's like well that's no way to watch that's no way to watch the chosen i'm like what do you mean she's like i'm going to order you the dvd actually i'm going to buy the blu-ray for you what is the point Two seconds what later, happened she, there? she actually she she asked me for my address, and this lady Debbie Lewis from No Lie from Tennessee sends me a Blu-ray oh, wow. of of season one of The Chosen um, in Blu-ray. Oh, wow, that gosh. is super nice. Yeah, that is super nice, but I don't know if I'm weirded out by the fact that you gave a complete stranger your address. Like, <laughs> um, the I mean, way I thought awesome. that was. Uh, yeah, the way I felt about it was that any any follower of the chosen is not like any psycho or anything like that. I think they're Christian. They're they're you know they're yeah, they're on the true. up and up. So yeah. Hey Joe, um, true. That was very quick, nice. Uh, was that your doorbell? Joe, real quick, uh, was that yeah. was that your doorbell that I just heard? Is Debbie at, at your house right now? Oh like, man. Show up unannounced. You you know oh, we we're, we're getting like we're getting like two feet of snow right now in New Jersey. So we're getting like two feet of snow in New Jersey. Oh, are oh, really? You? <laughs> yep, yep. That's awesome. Yeah, my kid, my that's, kids are uh, always like, Mommy, we want to move back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely, that's good. I mean, I'm glad you're getting the two feet of snow and we're getting none. The funny thing about here, I know we've talked about this in the past off the air, but if it, if we get two feet of snow, we'd probably be shut down for eight months because people oh, don't sure. know how to drive normally, but there's no sidewalks. Like, the, the sidewalks is not a thing here, so. It would be a total disaster. But anyway, I mean, this is really good. Ten years, and we're really going off the rails. I think, Kelly, thanks so Kelly, much. Thank you so much yeah. for calling in and uh, the checks in the mail. Kelly, I, I thank you for ten years. I thank you for ten years, and I hope you stay with us for another 30 years. Oh, you got it. You got it, boss. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Kelly, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Folks, that was the one and only, the incomparable Kelly, our board op, our producer, I mean, she just—it's it, funny because that story she she just told us. I'm pretty sure it's completely fabricated, but she just wants credit. I don't remember any of that, and I'm not even sure if that happened. I'm just—I'm just throwing that out there. Well, there you go. I think after that we should just <laughs> call it a night <laughs> to end the show. Um, but yeah, we were talking, and I can't of all the things to bring up. I completely forgot that we totally ripped Evan about his cat quite a bit. Of course, absolutely. But ten years later, and then she actually brings up, that's probably like an eight year uh, it's probably been about eight years, I think since Evan was on the air the first time, or somewhere in the vicinity, and the fact that she remembers that i just I can't even believe it, sir I honestly have no I have no clue uh, what she's doing, but that's that's quite a memory she has. She can't remember what day of the week it is, but somehow she remembers that Evan Roberts, so we made fun of him like thirty seven years ago about his cat. The only question I have, and I, I'd have to listen to the shows again on Blog Talk Radio, is that he was on the show three times. I don't think we ripped his cat on the third time. I think it was one of the either first or second calls. He it did call like, back. I again. think it was the first time or the second time he did. But then I think yeah. he wised up and he's like, you know what, these guys are these guys are ripping me. <laughs> um, and this is before Evan was like a big deal. Now Evan is like, wow, he's got this. Uh, you know, he's got the show with Craig. But this is when him and Joe, I think they had first gotten together because, you know, Evan was doing stuff before he got with Joe, but it's been a long time. Yes. They started in 2007, so they were three years in. So So speaking of uh, WFM personalities, I wonder what ever happened to Lori Rubinson. Does she even does she even on the fan anymore? Obviously, she I hardly still, ever listen to the fan, but. Yeah, she still, still goes there? on at midnight. She still goes on at midnight on Sunday nights, yes. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. And Tony Page, they, they put him out to pasture, right? Yeah, Tony retired earlier this year. He did so. Did he actually retire, or were they uh, kicking him out? No, he retired. He said that he had enough, and that's where JJ has taken over now. 
they wanted him gone. They didn't want to see him, you know, they they wanted to get rid of him, make sure he was gone. Absolutely. Yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, Kelly just uh, sent me a text message because she's obsessed with this show and obsessed with me. She just brought up an interesting point. And it's actually something that we talked about last week. The absolute lowest point, and I think you're going to completely agree with this part, is when we were, and me specifically, and not to do my own horror, but honestly, I put so much effort into the show when we were in blog talk, uh, sorry, when we were at Ironbound, like I was having, it was causing problems in my marriage because I was basically spending time when I wasn't doing the show with you, I was spending time going to the studio and trying to get stuff done and making sure things worked and make sure that everything, I mean, I was there all the time. Um, we weren't, we didn't live too far from Ironbound, but still it was, it was stressful. And she was, you know, we would go, Hey, I gotta go real quick. Or we had plans and I'd go do that. But anyway, um, I put so much effort into this, into the station and I was at the point where we were about to get advertisement, and we talked about this last week, but that has got to be the lowest point. We were right there, ready to rock and roll, ready to start making money, and then Alvaro pulled the plug out from under us. And that, to me, really, it really stung to the point where it, it kind of deflated me. And, I, and honestly, my, um, my level of interest in the show was never the same again after that because I had put so much into it. And I really thought this was it. This is where we're going to make it and start making some money, and then it's going to grow into something. And, of course, it didn't happen. I agree. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't think about that way. But I remember us saying that um, the the only silver lining about that was that at least we didn't take people's money and then cancel it like a week later. Then we'd have to, like, <laughs> repay them. And that would Oh, I would have like... faked my own death. I mean, I, you would never have heard from me again. I would have come on back on the show under an alias and just did, like, voices or something. There's just no way because that that would have been real bad. But the thing is, and we talked about it last week, but we had, we had so many shows lined up. I mean, you know, we had Christine. We had John Paul. We had Pat. We had uh, Liz and Laura. Um, and then we had Jimmy. We had five other shows that were ready to rock and roll. And that could have turned into something because we had a Spanish language show. We had these other English shows, and we could have reached and tapped into different markets. Um, I thought that would have been amazing to do that, you know, to, to get to that point. And then people were like, oh, we're going to bring in advertisers, which is ironic because the only listeners to the show were people that were listening to the individual shows. So I, I think as a collective, we had more listeners than the entire uh, rest of Ironbound Radio, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, as I recall, as you, as the program director, because you, in fact you were the program director, wasn't there? Didn't you right. actually have shows lined up throughout the whole week? We weren't there every day. Obviously, we were there once a week to do our show. Show, but um, you had shows coming in on Tuesday, some on Wednesday, some on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, we actually um, we had shows. Um, I think four out of five days, because I think Friday there was some sort of. It was some sort of thing. I don't know if it was soccer, but it was something going on on, on Fridays, I believe. At our show, we did. Um, we had Pat's show, I think, was on a Monday. John Paul's show was on a different day. Christine's show was, like, on a Thursday. Uh, I think Laura and Liz's show was also on a Thursday. I mean, we, we had it really set up. I mean, it, it was awesome. And I remember even having the website, the uh, IR1640M, you know, uh, Ironbound Radio, whatever it was. I mean, that was a, that was a big thing, too. That we had that going on, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I just really thought that uh, that was going to be it. Like we were going to make it, you know. I agree. Uh, the timing was just like I said uh, on our last show. If you we had gotten to, if he had put that Craigslist out maybe two or three months before he actually did when the ship was already sunk, I think we you you personally would have saved the, that radio station. Yeah, I agree. I actually think that if Nelson had, had done that, I, and honestly, I think if Nelson had stuck around, but I'm pretty sure he was on the run from the police, so he had to fake his own death and move to another country. Um, yeah. If he had stayed, I think that it, it would have worked. And I, if basically if Alvaro had left and he had stayed, I think it would have worked because Nelson was a lot more into the English language, and he's the one who brought us in. And, I mean, really, I thought that that could have gone somewhere. But, um, you know, we had other moments, of course, in the history of our show. Remember going to the uh, – what was the mall that we drove to for the auditions with um, with the um, Fantasy Phenom for WFN? What was that – what the heck was that mall called? Was it Menlo Mall? I think it was Menlo Park, yeah. I mean, we went two years in a row, and, of course, we didn't make it past the first round because, you know, uh, we're awful. But um, I, I do remember going twice for that. That was pretty – that was a good time. Fun for the whole family, remember. as it were. 
Raquel yeah, drove us there, and then uh, she she blamed you for ruining our lives uh, and, and taking all the money out of our bank account that we thought we were gonna get. How funny is this? That like I think it was our second um, our second tryout. We actually debated who was better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Or that was my my was that was my shtick for three minutes on the uh, stage, if yeah, I recall. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that. You know, we we had some good times and uh, a lot of low lights, low points, probably more lows than highs. But I mean, just I think the best times that we ever had really were just having guests on because we had such a we had we were really good. That's one thing I'll say about us, and it's not because we're you know talking about how great we are. But all honesty, the one thing we did well was interviews. I remember with Kevin Knight, we had like uh, 13 or 15, I forget how many questions we had lined up. We didn't yeah. get to half of them. But yeah. with other guests, we realized, okay, well, we don't have to do that. And we, you know, we need to do this and we need to do this and we're going to try this. And I think that that worked really well because we ended up with a really good rapport with a lot of our guests. I mean, I know that we've, we've mentioned them <clears throat> kind of ad nauseum, but think about it. We had Nikki Boyer on the show like five or six times and Nikki was on Yahoo. She was kind of a big deal. You know, and she was, a, she was a friend of the show for sure. Um, you know, we had Anna who had been on five or six times, Anna Rodriguez. We had uh, Brittany Dawn Brandon. We had Morgan Wollard. Um, we had these guests who were on the show multiple. Moose was on the show at, at least twice, if I'm not mistaken. Evan was yeah, on we, like three times. I yep. mentioned Dave and Doug. I mean, we had people who came on the show repeatedly. It wasn't like a one-and-done thing. I mean, we have all these different clips of all uh, so-and-so did this. And some, Lauren Lester came on the show twice. I mean, and that was a geek out moment for me, but they like they got along with us, and we had a good rapport because really, with these people, why would they have shown? Why would they have wasted their time coming on our show if it wasn't for the fact that they thought there was something good there and there was something like yeah? And all all the people who made clips for us, I mean, that's them taking time out of their busy schedules because they were all doing doing other things with their lives, and we had so many different people who came on the show. And again, you know, we've we've gone back and forth. We've talked about them ad nauseum. But man, you know, we had a lot of guests. You know, they weren't all great. We had a couple of guests that, um, not that they're bad people per se, but just there wasn't chemistry. You know what I mean? It just didn't work. But then we had other guests who were on the show five, six, seven, twelve times. You know, um, yeah, it was it was good. You know, we had Lisa Marie um, Mateo. Oh, sorry, we had Lisa Mateo. From WPIX, I mean, we had people who Josh and of course um, Dustin. You know, we had people that were known. Jen Lilly, who was one of our greatest guests ever. I remember she said something in our first interview that just blew my mind. It was so funny and it was so off the cuff, and she was just giving a straight answer. Like you could tell she was just being herself. And I think that's the real part where we excelled. That was just getting people to talk about themselves, incriminate themselves, and then of course blackmail them later on. I mean. We had Brittany Bell. How many times was she on? We had Bright Lights. We had that relationship. You know, we had Anna Zielinski. We had just so many different people who came on the show multiple times. And to me, it's like, wow, you know, like they're back again. And, oh, hey, so-and-so. And I would always give these lavish inter- introductions, and they were always impressed by them. I mean, of course, I was being disingenuous. But it, the fact <laughs> is that we had a great time. And Howard – we had you realize that we had one of both of our childhood idols. I mean, I know you were a fan of you had. We both loved Kevin McReynolds, greatest man of all time. But you can't you can't tell me that you did not absolutely love Howard Johnson as a baseball player because I know I did. And the fact that he was on our show, I mean, doesn't that blow your mind? Out of all of our guests, that probably blows my mind the most. I mean, the fact that we had somebody from the 1986 World Series the last Mets championship is pretty incredible. That You're right, it's a geek-out moment to have somebody from that team, and specifically Howard Johnson, a really guy that I right. root for. I mean, I, I liked Gary Carter, obviously, and Keith Hernandez, but obviously, Howard Johnson maybe. was like number three on that list. But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't It wasn't like, you know, we had a <laughs> Tito Santana. You know, we had like Tito Fernandez or Tony Fernandez or, you know, like uh, Chico Walker. We didn't have some like some backup guy who was just there once, or Keith Miller, you know, some guy who wasn't. We had one of the best Mets on that team. I mean, Howard Johnson, That he had a weird thing where every other year he'd be great and, you know, he'd suck the following year. But Howard yeah. was – Howard's up there. If you were going to make a top list of all-time Mets, I mean, Howard's on that list. And he's not at the bottom of it either. So as lifelong Mets fans, the fact that we did that, it's just amazing to me, you know. If we had had Kevin McReynolds, I mean, that would have been the end of it. But, <laughs> you know, Lauren Lester, I mentioned him earlier, but somebody who I grew up – I love the Dick Grayson character. I love Nightwing. I mean, he's probably my favorite. If I were going to go DC, probably my favorite superhero. 
because he's he's Batman with a personality, essentially. Batman who's not a complete basket case. And right. the voice of the show that I grew up watching, I mean, there's so many different people. You realize that we had two of the most popular members of the WWE roster on our show in back-to-back weeks. I mean, that is unprecedented. Having Billy Gunn, who I love Billy Gunn, one of my all-time favorites in the WWE, um, as far as somebody who wasn't a, you know, The Rock or, you know, Chris Jericho or Shawn Michaels, but still he was, I mean, there weren't that many people who were that much more popular than Billy Gunn in the height of the era. And then, of course, the tag team part of the Road Dog. I mean, two weeks in a row, that's unheard of. That is. Let me ask you, because I forget now. Did you hit them up on, on Twitter to get them on the show? Like, how did you get those two guys on? Um, I think I think with one of them it was Twitter, and I think in, uh, with the other one it was, like, Facebook or it was uh, email. I What I used to do a lot is I would go to their personal, like, websites that they all have them, yeah. and, of course, they have representation. So I would email the representatives, and then, you know, they would get back to us and let us know, hey, I'll, you know, yeah, sure, we'll do this. And they would ask how many listeners and things like that. And I would tell them the numbers from Blog Talk, and I would tell them, hey, you know, we've had – my thing was always, hey, we've had this person, this person, and this person. So it was really kind of like it sold itself. Like, wow, they've had this amazing caliber of guests. So, yeah, okay, we'll go on the show. You know, we'll we'll agree to come on there. We'll have our guy uh, – there's only one time that fell through, and that was with uh, Santana Garrett, where she was yeah. going to come on and something happened, but we had to cancel them. And she – I mean, her agent was just not happy with us, but he went heel. Um, we we had a lot. You can just go through the list of people, but I mean, it's just there's not enough time. But I mean, we had people who were on when Jen Lilly was on the show. I mean, she was on a major daytime soap opera. You know, yep. she was one of the main characters. So, you know, it, it's people who who really the legacy of our show, if nothing else, is that we were able to scam so many people into coming on our show. I mean, Pete McCarthy. That that was a cool moment having Pete McCarthy on the show because of course he's part he was part of the Mets family. Um, and we just had so many different people who would just randomly show up and then, you know, appear on the show. And then, like I said, just repeatedly. I mean, that that was probably one of my favorite things was the fact that they would come back on the show, you know? Yeah, I feel like our niche, I, I believe that's what we were geeked out about, too, was that we were actually interviewing the interviewers. Remember we used to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that, which was pretty great. I mean, just, just 10 years of that. And the fact that we just had all these different, you know, knowns, unknowns, people who became famous afterwards, people who were, you know, bit players. But we had a lot of different – what always amazed me for a show that talks about sports life and everything in between, I mean, if you counted up the amount of times that we had a Miss USA or Miss Oklahoma or Miss Arizona, it probably would total like 30 or 40 times out of all the episodes that we've done, or maybe more, was with some version – of a, you know, Miss uh, USA, you know. I mean, we had Miss DC US International. I mean, we had Mike Picaro of the New York Post, who's, you know, we had Arda Ocala of the score. I mean, that that was a big deal. Um, we had, there's, you know. There's one guest, there's uh, one guest, that you, there's sorry, one sorry. guest you're forgetting that um, I see on the news um, a lot because I watch Fox, but do you remember Christine Brennan? I was going to say her, and I was looking at, yeah, she's an award-winning uh, journalist. She was on our show. That was actually yep. a really good interview because we went out of our comfort zone. I would say, I know we joke about this, but absolutely the best interview we've ever done would be Neil yep. Best from yep. from Newsday because yep. we we totally went out of our comfort zone and talked about stuff that we never talk about. i got to say this on a sad note, and I think we, we've got to mention it, but I think the saddest thing that we've ever been involved in afterwards is um, do you remember when we had Shad Gaspard on our show? Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I, I mean, do he was that. he was a great guest. He wanted to, he actually was one of the first guests who was like, "No, I'm good. Yeah, I'll stay." And like he wanted to stay on the show, which was amazing yeah. to us at the time. And Shad was like, he had left the WWE, but he was still you know really super well known at the time. And then of course he unfortunately passed away earlier this year. But I mean that was a big deal at the time. I mean we've had so many different people. It was just. I don't know. It just blows my mind, honestly, sir. I, I loved doing the questions like during the day before our show was obviously like I would create some of the questions and then we 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 came up with the format that you know you would ask the first two or ask the one first question, then I would ask first two, so it would be like a conversation because it was hard to do an interview with three different people in three different locations. So I think we got better and better uh, with the interview process, and I think that 
Um, I always loved it because you, you always laughed at me. I always loved it when the guests would say, wow, that's a really good question. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part about this show um, yeah. was the fact that we would be texting each other or messaging each other during the show as right. we were doing interviews with somebody. Like one of us is talking and the other one is messaging and saying, hey, I'm going to ask this question. Hey, let's skip this. And that's the way right. that we did it. I mean, honestly, we pulled off a lot of amazing stunts because we were able to get these great interviews and not, like you said, not be in the same location. And it was, it was just not be able to see each other, you know? What's interesting is that for the next 10 years, I, I really do feel like if we do like a couple of tweaks, like if I get a zoom account and we could do a zoom with a guest, we can actually see them. They could see us and we can actually feel like a real show. If we could do even a zoom uh, call instead of these, um, you know, glorified conference calls. Uh, I think a Zoom call is the way to go for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much, I would say. But, uh, I mean, we definitely need to wrap it up, sir, because uh, we were going to do 30 minutes, and here we are. We're almost, yeah. an, we're almost an hour into the show, and I actually set it up as an hour. So, uh, yeah, good times. Good times. <laughs> Here's to another 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, again, we, we've had a blast, and uh, I think it's time we call it a night and end this show forever and never do another show again because, uh, <laughs> wait a second, wait a second, what's the point? But, yeah, I mean, it's been good reminiscing with you, sir, and it, it actually feels good to do the show again because we have talked about it so much, but it's nice to, hey, let's do this, and hey, let's do that, and, you know, it, definitely we got to figure out what we can do um, to get the show earlier because 11 o'clock is rough when you got to wake up at 5 in the morning, but, yep. you know, it needs, yep. to, it needs to get done, honestly, and, I'm just here. I'm trying to look to see what um, I'm trying to look at something as you know before we go off the air, because I'm genuinely curious to see what the most the most listens that we ever had for a show. I mean, we've had numbers here that I don't even know if these are real numbers. I'm pretty sure Blog Talk just scammed us. But for the type of account that we that we had, I mean, I've got some here like 500 listens, 400 listens, 300. I remember I used to go and check out. 648 listens, that's uh, Thor Ramsey, which is probably one of our worst interviews, actually. Um, and I'm looking at that. I think right now that's number one as far as uh, the most that I've seen. But, I mean, you know, it does add up to thousands of listens for sure over the over the course of, of our show, sir. Yeah. I, I, like I said, oh, wait, I'm sorry. We, we, had a show, we had a show that did 1,671 uh, listeners. That's uh, that's 2,306 listens. Holy smokes. That was our two-year anniversary, so I know it's been a long time, but that's 2,865 listens with Nikki Border. Um, I mean, that, that's that got to be the most, sir. I'm telling you, I think you would really be geeked out if we were able to, like, get blog talk and, you know, get a better time slot, do a Zoom and uh, where we can actually see each other and see the guests. Um, we'd feel like this is a real show. If we ever got somebody to produce our show to tell us, when to take a break and then play some sound bites to take breaks in between. The show would be really fun. I just got a text message saying that the reason we got so many listens is probably me listening to the show over and over and over again. I mean, that's hurtful <laughs> and offensive and completely inaccurate. But, yeah, I mean, almost yeah. 3,000 listens, that's pretty impressive, sir. But as we as we come to a close because it's that time, I mean, it's been a great 10 years. Hopefully we can do another 10 years and we'll do more than, like, four episodes in that, that time span. Uh, that, span of time and it would yep. be nice to do that on a, on a more uh, regular basis sounds good let's call it a night sir yeah for sure it's a great way to end awkward silence of course um <laughs> folks thank you so much for listening it's been a pleasure yours of course and uh, i don't think it would be complete unless we did uh being that it's been 10 years i don't think the show would be complete unless we had at least one this of is these. dick grayson better known as robin or nightwing <laughs> And when I'm not fighting crime with or without Batman in Gotham City, I'm listening to Pure Gold. What's up, guys? This is actress Jen Lilly telling you to tune in to Pure Gold Radio. Pure Gold brings you amazing guests, awesome interviews, and great talk radio every week. Check them out at puregoldpg.com. You're right, Jen. Greatest show of all time. Folks, again, thank you so much for listening. And that's been a pleasure. It just amazes me, by the way, that a cartoon character uh, actually listens to our show when he's not fighting crime. Wow. With or without. In the middle of the field, so it takes the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Folks, wonderful to show. Good night. God bless America. That's all I can say. What's the name of your show? Uh, pure Gold. Pure Gold.
pure gold. Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me right now? What the heck is happening? What's the name of your show? Again. Uh, pure gold. Pure gold. Yes, sir. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. You guys are awesome. There you go. Yes, we are. We are, sir. Have a good night. We'll talk soon, and we will definitely do more pure gold in 2021 when uh, you the pandemic will still be strong. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Good night. <laughs> Take care, sir. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.